This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about why I don't see most people in my practice regretting divorce, nor do I see that, you know, in general in my life. And why? Because this is a common thing on the internet to say, like, women are going to really regret it when the guy leaves because they don't have sex with him, or men are really going to regret it if they're not nicer to their spouses, and so therefore they get divorced. They're really going to regret it. And um, this kind of really does not dovetail with anything that I see, and I'll talk about why. First, please do subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was on the myth. You know I like to dispel myths that um, people used to prioritize their marriages more in prior generations. And I will talk about the larger sociological reasons that that is not the case. Um, Anyway, so moving forward... (laughs) Uh, if I haven't um, already made you subscribe, then maybe I'll get a couple people today who subscribe. But I feel like <laughs> getting to the meat of the episode is the best way to encourage you to subscribe. Because if you like what I talk about, then you're going to want to hear 137 more episodes. All right. So when I post about anything really on the internet, some people say, oh, like women are going to regret it, you know, like if if they don't sleep with the guy enough and he leaves them or if, you know, the man doesn't clean up the house or doesn't take her seriously, he's going to regret it when they divorce. So do I actually see people who regret divorce? I see people who definitely regret marrying that person and I see people who deeply regret the pain that the divorce caused their children. There are, of course, 6% of people who remarry the same person that they divorced. And um, while I've not worked with one of those people, I have worked with people who have been separated for a while and then remarry, or not remarry, sorry, then reconcile. And I think that must be somewhat similar. Those people kind of were, had some sort of a, a an epiphany, really, that that they really did want to be with this specific person. And then they did a lot of work internally and with the partner to get back to a place where they could get together again. It was almost like a breakup, like they never fully knew that, they never fully identified as single people. They were just very angry and hurt. Possibly there's infidelity, addiction. There's a reason. It's almost like a break, like taking a break. And... um so, so those people certainly regret the divorce, I guess, although whenever I've talked to one of those people, again, I've not had those people as clients, but when I've talked to them on the internet, they, you know, seem to think that it was a, an inflection point, the divorce, that made them really realize what was important to them so they don't necessarily regret it, although, of course, they always regret the pain that it causes their kids. So in reality, why don't women, let's go to women first. Women are more often the initiators of divorce. So why don't they regret then 
the divorce? Well, because they are the one who fell out of love with the guy, right? So it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to regret something when you kind of didn't feel happy about it and you didn't really feel in love with the person for a very long time anyway, right? And that's the other thing is most people get divorced after a lot of self-reflection. This is not like an easy decision. Therapy and talking to friends and thinking how you could make it work and, you know, can we just like kind of co-parent? And so like you're trying to deal with what feels like an increasingly impossible situation where somebody just does not meet your needs at all and you know, your emotional needs generally, although women in sexless marriages also divorce because of that, just as men do. And the sex and the emotion are all tied up together as I discuss constantly. So when somebody's not been meeting your needs for a very long time, then and you feel like you're growing away from them and growing past them, which is the most common reason for divorce given by both genders as we grew apart, then you're not exactly regretting not being with that person anymore because you really didn't like being with that person at all. It was extremely frustrating and, and difficult to be with that person and to pretend that things were okay or to start initiating these conversations where you could like resolve something, but then nothing ever got resolved, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, like it's, you're not going to regret something that ended a thing that was very uncomfortable and bad. And on the other side, you know, if you are the partner that was left by somebody, then yes, you may regret like not changing or what have you, but you only seem to regret that until you get back out on the dating market. Because if you've been left, then that person didn't want to be with you for a good long time. And bat and when you meet a new person or even when you just identify a single and start meeting people in general – it can be very transformative and ego gratifying for somebody to, you know, who thought that they were like the worst thing in the world, according to their spouse, to see how everybody doesn't react like that to them and they find other people that like that. And that is usually transformative in their self-esteem because to be in an unhappy marriage, one where somebody's going to initiate divorce and leave you, you know, they've not liked you for a good long time. And that could be because of things you do. It could be because you're just different people. It could be for a million reasons. But it's not, you know, it's not negligible to be living with somebody that doesn't like you. So when people move on, and they do pretty quickly, you know, generally, especially guys, date and remarry quicker, then, you know, it's, it, again, like most people seem to think, how did I stay in the marriage for the, as long as I did? And I talk about this in my podcast on how divorce changes your, your self-concept and it makes you engage in the world in different ways and feel more open and free about various things because you've already made a mistake, you know, a quote mistake, unquote, you know, in the eyes of the world. So that is to say that I don't see a lot of people who regret divorce by the time that it's gotten to a divorce. Now, another reason that I don't see people regret divorce, particularly the people that I work with, is that such people, if they've come into therapy after divorce, were likely likelier to be the people who went to therapy before divorce. And if you've gone to couples counseling or you know, if you have also gone to individual counseling or if you've gone to a marriage retreat or if you've read marriage books, and this is lots and lots of people now, every time I add something in, the, you know, the 
the circle gets bigger and bigger. If you have spent a lot of time trying to make your marriage better, whether that's through working on yourself, working with them in couples counseling, working on yourself in therapy, again, marriage retreat, talking to your pastor, joining a men's group, joining a, you know, a support group for Al-Anon, if your partner is an addict, whatever the case may be. You have already put in so much effort that it is kind of hard to uh, ever really feel as bad about leaving as you would if you had not put in that effort, right? And since so many people nowadays are open to therapy and they are open to working on themselves in ways that prior generations weren't because therapy was more stigmatized, then frequently people really do get to a place of acceptance. And that reminds me of another podcast. I said, divorce when you're not angry, but accept it. Maybe that was a post. Either way, you you can regret that all of it happened, you know, that you ended up with somebody and it didn't work out. And of course, that your kids are hurt or that, you know, your partner maybe feels hurt or whatever. And, and that you are maybe uh, in worse financial straits or in, uh, you know, doing things that you wouldn't otherwise have to do, working harder or parenting solo or what have you. But the more effort that you put in to work on your marriage, then the more that, you know, you realize that you did everything that you could. And this is why it's so essential for the people that are listening to this that aren't divorced to really, really work on their marriage because you don't ever want to be in a place where you get divorced and, and then you do become somebody who regrets it because you realize you didn't really work on it. You didn't really, really try to change. Now, I have seen people that say that they wish that they would have listened to their then wife or their husband, then husband, when that person gave them feedback because that dogs them, that problem dogs them in their current relationship as well. So particularly, I see this in men who come in and, you know, they say, like, my new wife thinks that I'm selfish or that I'm a workaholic and I'm coming in because this is something that my ex-wife used to say. So basically, they're saying, I wish I would have worked on it then irrespective that I wish I do not wish I was with my ex-wife anymore because there's very few people that are remarried that wish that they were with their prior partner. I mean, that's, you know, you end up getting somebody who's a better match for you because it's somebody who's dating you and marrying you now when you're the person you are now, whereas the ex was the person that was with you from like, you know, 10, 20 years before you are who you are now, right? So it's obviously going to be a better fit, although it isn't usually the, the, you know, the parent of your biological children. You can have more biological children, obviously. But the, the point is, is that you're usually getting a more compatible partner with your current self when you are picking them as your current self. That should be fairly obvious. But anyway, they don't want to replicate the same mistakes. And then when they realize that they are, they wish that they had worked on those things then. So that's another reason, by the way, to work on yourself, even if you don't think that you're going to remain in your marriage, you do not want to replicate the same mistakes and therefore cause another subsequent marriage to dissolve, you know, with somebody who is in fact a better fit for you, but you still have the same problems that you didn't work on. People very much regret acting certain ways in their prior marriage, right? And, and with their children and with spouses, people regret all sorts of their behaviors, and I'm sure, I'm sure there are people who regret divorce. I just don't see them. I don't see very many of them, certainly. And of the people that I do see that, that discuss regret, it's usually global regret, kind of like 
and I've said this before in a different podcast, but men say that they regret ever marrying the woman and ever having kids with her. And women don't say that because women get kind of superstitious and are like, well, then I wouldn't have those exact children. And then men say, who are more, you know, fact-based about this, they say, but I wouldn't know I didn't have those specific children. Yes, obviously, you know, if we were, that's obviously correct. If you had a time machine, like you wouldn't know your specific children, but it just seems interestingly, or at least humorously enough to me, it seems that women are more superstitious about this, myself included, you know, saying, but I wouldn't have these specific children, you know, so it's all better. You know, it's all okay, you know, that I got married and divorced because I had those specific children that I love so much. So women say that more. Men go back and say, yeah, but I wouldn't know those children. <laughs> I've heard that more from men. I've not ever heard that from a woman. But anyway, uh, the the point <laughs> the the point here is is that yes, many people regret being the sort of person who would get into that sort of relationship. They regret their own contribution to whatever the marital dynamic was. But once people are out of a bad marriage, it is very rare for them to wish that they were back in that marriage especially once you start dating and again, dating people that are more compatible with your current iteration of who you are, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, guys tell me, you know, my wife didn't touch me in 20 years and I've gotten laid more like, you know, this month than I did in the entirety of my, or at least in the last 10 years of my marriage, or if not the entirety of it. And women are dating guys who are more emotionally available and actually like want to be going out on a date. There's a lot of women who are begging their husbands to go out on date night for like decades. Guy wouldn't even go out. He was just wanted to sit at home. And then that is what it is to date. You date. So like they're going on more dinner dates, you know, than they did in their entire marriage. So women get more romance. Men get more sex. Women get more sex. Men get more romance. Everybody's getting more of everything when you're out on the dating market. And as I've said so, so many times, it is insane to believe that people will not do well if they want to on the dating market. Any kind, open-minded person who genuinely wants to connect and find somebody can. If you are close-minded, if you are anti the opposite gender, if you're very guarded, if you're you know, somebody who's not going to have sex for months and months and months because you're terrified of, of, of it, you know, then yeah, it's going to be harder for you. But if you are a warm and inviting and affectionate and loving and fun and open-minded person, you know, then it doesn't matter what you look like because you're going to find somebody. And uh, that is across, across class, across income. Because Sometimes people say, oh, yes, but you work with wealthy clients, you know, because of who you are. And uh, no, I didn't always used to work with wealthy clients, but I'll tell you, single men do well. <laughs> And single women do well too, but it, it's 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 different, you know. In in different classes, different socioeconomic statuses, it's different, obviously. But I used to work, as I've said many times, at the Charleston VA. I used to work with people who take, you know, I used to accept insurance as part of a group practice. Any guy who gets himself on the market you know, is going to do better in his 40s than he is in his 20s just because he has a career and some confidence. The career gives you confidence and he's done things in the world and he's not like, you know, just super, super anxious. And anxiety is obviously a super big turnoff to women. And women do well too. Yes, they. it's harder to get married again in, you know, 
when when people don't have a lot of money to go around, sometimes it is harder for a woman with multiple children to find somebody because then, in theory, that man has to, quote, financially support her and her children. But uh, really, I guess, you know, sort of, I mean, I have seen that more that people say that, you know, when they're struggling with money, that people say that it's harder to find somebody to date. Of course, money lubricates everything, makes everything easier. But the reality is, is a kind, loving person can find eventually a partner, you know, and, and that's just true. And if you don't think that that's true, then that's a self-esteem issue. But unless you are close-minded, difficult person who will make dates terrible with you, you know, and that nobody will then want to, to date, then, you know, you can find somebody. And so once you do find these people, even just for an evening, it's hard to think about ever going back to a marriage that was fairly dysfunctional, which is, again, what marriages are. There are not people that are divorcing just because, you know, the wind blew the wrong way, despite what you would think listening to angry men on the internet. You know, for like there's all these angry men on the Internet that say that their wives left them for no reason. But they are angry men on the Internet insulting women. So, I mean, like, come on, like this is not for no reason. Like if you're even remotely the guy that you're literally acting like, then there's a reason that she would have left, which is because you're an angry, difficult person. So people don't just get divorced for no reason because it's extremely difficult, especially with children. So anyway, this is reassuring you because so many people asked me and it was a, came up in my secret group, which of course you should all join, whether or not people regret divorce and uh, do people in fact just sit there alone wishing they had never got divorced, yearning for the guy who used to just, you know, never clean up and sit around and watch a bunch of TV and not go for dates and not really want to do much and not know how to, you know, really meet any of their emotional needs do women yearn to be back with this guy no and that is how most women feel about the guy that they divorce by the way that is how that that is a reason that women initiate divorces they feel very lonely and emotionally unfulfilled that's pretty much the, the, that's the big one you know and they feel that the guy isn't really doing much he's kind of just passive sitting there and letting uh, her drive the entire relationship so women don't yearn for that guy back you know, they really don't. And men tend to leave women who are putting them into a sexless situation, refusing to sleep with them, touch them, be affectionate toward them, and or people who are very, very angry or anxious. And guys don't miss those women either. So truth is, <laughs> it's really fucking hard to miss somebody that that with whom you got to a place in your relationship that you wanted to end it. And I, I, and I in fact, I say the exact opposite. I have a lot of... Um, Clients who bemoan the alimony that they have to give to their partner, not the child support, but the alimony in states where there's alimony. And this is uh, men and women, because whoever the primary breadwinner is, you know, may have to give alimony if that's what's decided and that's what the state says and what have you. And, and whenever people bemoan this, I say, yes, but how much would you pay to, in fact, be divorced from this person? And the answer is always, it's priceless, you know, any amount of money to remain divorced. If they could just not pay that alimony, but yet have to be plunged back into that situation, ain't nobody has, has said, oh yeah, good idea. I wish, I wish I had a time machine and I could just go back into that miserable marriage. Nobody says that. So, so, so take that as you will. And, um, <laughs> for what it's worth. And I hope you guys found this to be interesting 
And I and please do join my secret group. My Facebook group's only $4.99 a month. Blue subscribe button on the main Dr. Psych Mom Facebook page if you like talking about these topics from whence many of my podcasts emanate. All right, talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.